Iron Fist is the fourth and final defender for Netflix and Marvel's MCU outings. But is this a living weapon or a serious misfire? I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And this is Popscorn. the Foul Entertainment movie and TV review podcast because I really need to start clarifying that more when we do Netflix things. It's Marvel. We're going to talk about it. I'm still Mike. And I'm Darren. And in judo, the outfit is called a gi. Carry on. Okay. Just just carry on with your review. Why? Just carry on. Okay, fine. <laughs> Thanks for that information. You're welcome. Okay. Just so keep in mind, that in judo, the outfit is called a gi. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> A, this is setting up for a joke I can Danny tell. Rand Iron Fist pudging <laughs> you just did you just like do five minutes of research you have watched this right yes I have watched this because you have a pension for not watching things recently I have watched it oh, okay, okay. I wish I hadn't <laughs> let's just put our balls on the table now yeah. we are not about to break with some contrarian opinion here oh, <laughs> oh. I think I'm a little bit more hot on this series than you oh. are but it's, it's Oh. The reviewers were wrong, but not all wrong. Yeah, it's not the worst thing on Netflix. It's just rampantly not, below average. It's rampantly not the best thing no, on Netflix. No, no, no. It's so very not the best thing. <laughs> it's really not. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God. Okay, can, before... Okay, we, we'll, can we just give the series its dues first? And unfortunately, we have to have my favourite thing on this podcast, which is the awkward racial debate. Oh, do we Yay. have to? Look, do we look, have to? Yes, we do. I'm asking that we do. Okay. Okay, so, before we even get to the series and how much of a apparent blatant misfire that we think that it is, we have to kind of give the series its dues for, for sticking to, you know, what the comic books are. And not that that's always the way you should go, but before we even got a second of footage from this, the reviewers were lampooning it. Calling it sort of what there, there were several different phrases it was called. It got completely lambasted in reviews. Yep, it got called racist, just straight up racist. It got called. It, it said that the the thing had a white savior complex. That that Danny Rand was not an effective character and would have been more effective if he were played by an Asian person for some reason. I don't know why. There was a lot of concern about the racial issues in this show. Which is weird because the show is not about racial issues. No. Not in any mm. single way. Now, Danny Rand has historically been white in the comics. Yeah. He's now being portrayed by a white actor. Yeah. I don't have a problem with this. And I also would not have a problem if he was played by any other actor. Really, mm. I don't. If they played it well, I couldn't really care less. No. What I have a problem with. And unfortunately, this calls for a spoiler alert up close and personal. Oh, okay. Right now. Spoiler alert? For about two minutes. Oh, skip ahead if you don't want to hear. So we couldn't... We don't really want a white guy playing Iron Fist, but it's totally okay to take two other Asian roles in this and give them to a black American guy and a UK Asian guy. That's fine. Mm -hmm. We can give them those roles. You know what I mean? These kind of... There's a lot of double standards going on with this. And I think if we are going to talk about 
the racial issues, let's not just say, oh, but it's a white guy, because that's a bit... It's getting right. on my tits, really, because this is a show about people ripping the hearts out of fucking dragons and we're focusing on the fucking racial issue. I know, I know. You know well, what I mean? This thing, Marvel would damned if they did, damned if they didn't. I really do have sympathy, as much as you can do, for a multi-million dollar um, corporation. In that, sticking to their guns as they did, they will get accused of all the things that you just mentioned there. Of putting a white savior character into a, a role that's deeply based in kind of Asian mythology. But... To the same token, and I've heard several people bring this up, had he had Danny Rand been a, a Asian American character played by an Asian American actor, that would have meant that the first ever Asian American person in the MCU who is a superhero would be playing the Kung Fu guy. And I guarantee you that maybe not the exact same, but another sector of 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 the liberal media would be coming at it from, how dare you racially um, profile Danny Rand the Kung Fu guy as an Asian American? What, does all Asians know Kung Fu? It's They were screwed either yeah, way. unfortunately. So, as much as I think, I'm of the opinion of like, yes, as much as it would have been maybe a little bit stereotypical for that to be the case, I would have liked to see him being playing by an Asian American. See, I wasn't, I wasn't hot either way, mm. but they stuck to their guns and they... they Near enough, one for one, did the Darren Rand story, which is fine. Yeah, that's what that's what I think you should do. You should take the stories that work, and then find the people who can play those characters yeah. well. I don't really care. Like we just we've just done the Power Rangers review, and we talked about the Green Ranger issue. Yeah, of if if they if they introduce a sixth Ranger and she's female, if she's black or she's Asian, whatever. I don't care as long as they're right for the role. Yeah, couldn't give a shit. But it appears to be the hot thing for Iron Fist going in was you have to hate this show because the lead's white and it's not Asian and blah de blah de blah And that's not the case. Let me tell you straight up front, we're not hot on the series, but it's sure as fuck not a shit show, and it's not, in the words of Polygon, who I really want to call out on this, not that they're going to listen. If somebody is who does work at Polygon Ha-ha! happens to listen to this, you're all awful and you can't write well. That's better. Yay. Just like they said they literally stopped halfway through the first episode because... Danny Rand was mansplaining Kung Fu to Colleen Wing. I'm like, fuck off. That's not the case. See, you. you. They've deployed their own agenda to this. And unfortunately, it's really tarnished the reviews. It sits at 18% on Rotten Tomatoes, which it does not deserve. It doesn't deserve much above 50%, no. but it certainly does not deserve 18 No. That's the thing. The, the media get the barbs out for it, and everyone will just dogpile on it, I mm. think. That everything will be picked apart. That was the cool thing this week to do. Not to sound like Donald Trump, as we just might have done occasionally back then, but yeah, you, you, there is a point where you're like, okay, we get it. You've got to start picking on the many and various other issues you can have with this TV show, like with the characters and plotline and stir and just. There's a lot of fucking things going wrong in this, and it ain't down to the fucking color of the people doing it. Exactly, Finn Jones was not correct for this role. Not because of his skin colour or his ethnicity, but because he was not right for this character. No, he wasn't. At all. As an actor, he was not the right choice. Because, good God, is he boring. Yeah. Good God, is he dull. I can't stand it. Like, I admittedly, I don't think either of us are massive Iron Fist no, aficionados. I think I'm a bit more up on Iron Fist than you are. Right. And I like Iron Fist when he's kind of a cocky bastard, when he's the, the yang to uh, Luke Cage's ying in, um, right. in, in in the comics. When, they, when they're being heroes for hire, he's the kind of the happy-go-lucky comedy. Yeah. Gonna, let, let's, let's team up, let's do cool things, whereas Luke's like, yeah, I'm not doing that shit. And that would be a fun dichotomy, except he's a really boring, angsty teen. 
And I don't know why. Because the first episode seems to set him to be on this happy-go-lucky... Um, naive. Yeah. yeah, naive, let's have fun, I'm going to punch some dudes. Which would have been cool, yeah. really. It would have been different for the Netflix heroes. Absolutely. But no, he's going to fucking moan and just be depressed and... Nobody understands me, and I am the Iron Fist. That's the thing that I got fucking sick of hearing. I am the Iron Fist. I know. I am the Iron Fist. Not me, not you. I am the Iron Fist. Like, shut the fuck up. But listen, it worked in Daredevil because we were we were expecting it, and... and well, well, Daredevil had the Catholic guilt theme running for it. Yeah. This doesn't have that. No, there is no reason why he can't be a likeable, happy character in what is otherwise... Because he's probably the lightest... Um, of the Netflix series in terms of in terms of I know in terms of content this is the lightest in terms of there's no real because you know you had all the um, the sexual sins of Jessica Jones the um, the kind of drug and greed um, sins being poured over onto um, Luke Cage like the urban power sort of thing yeah yeah and Daredevil has Catholic guilt yeah they all I remember in uh, Luke Cage we said they all represent different sins yeah this one is the sin of sloth <laughs> and it's just quite dull in and that nobody wrote the fucking scripts. <laughs> doesn't move very quickly. Ultimately, doesn't go anywhere. And and yeah, he just he's just not likable as a main character. He's so very very flawed. Yep. And the thing is, other than in judo that the outfit is called a gi, the thing about <laughs> Danny, the thing about Danny Rand, right, is that he isn't really anything. He's doesn't. He's given a lot of like descriptions by other people about him, but he doesn't fit into any of the pigeonholes they're giving him because he's not a kung fu god. No, he should have been. He should yes. have been the living weapon. He should have been absolutely untouchable, doing raid level kung fu in every single episode to make abundantly clear that in hand to hand combat, this is the most dangerous man in Marvel, more dangerous than Captain America. Yeah, people with like ultimate superheroes like Thor and Hulk can kick his ass. No one else can touch him when he comes to that because he's like an untouchable kung fu god. Everyone tells him that he is one, and everyone seems to think he is one, but he isn't. No, he consistently gets his ass handed to him. Yeah, in multiple episodes. I don't think there's a fight. There's not a fight in this series where he has a, the clear upper hand. Yeah, except maybe for the the, the five second very one. first one in the yeah. secu- when he's fighting the security guards where they can't even punch him. It's like fighting smoke. Yeah, that was good. That does not carry on. Every fight he's in, people are landing shots on him. It's usually 50-50. It's got to the point now where, like, everyone in the Defenders could kick his ass. Yeah. Like, Joshua Jones and Luke Cage probably could already because they have superpowers. Daredevil has none, and I'm pretty sure Matt Murdock could kick off his ass. Matt Murdock could ruin him. No problem at all. But then, to the same token, why didn't they make that a character trait? Like, everyone thinks he's this martial arts god, but you imply that he basically fluked his way through his trial to become the Iron Fist. He's not sure he's ready. He's a flawed character. That would have been fine. But they don't really go down that route either. No, he's... because he's, cause everyone's telling him he's great and he's self-confident, but he sucks. Yeah. And it's not It's not very... That's not their through line. They don't, they're not trying to tell us that he sucks. He just sucks. Yeah. And that's very clear to an audience. Might not have been clear in the writing room. But once you put it up there, it's go, wow, this guy is pretty shit in a fight. But had he expressed that quite often and quite regularly, saying, I am not confident in myself, I don't think I should be the Iron Fist. Well, if he was like, I don't think I'm worthy of being Iron Fist, because, yeah. you know, maybe, like, he cheated. Not che- not that you can cheat pulling a dragon's heart out, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but, he, like, it's implied that 
he really wasn't the ideal candidate. He was picked for some other reason, and he just exactly that. He fluked his way through for whatever reason. He was able to beat him, and uh, but he's not because whenever he's talking, he's just saying, "Oh no, it's just because my cheese down." Once I recharge that, everything will be fine. A thing that is never explained. Oh yeah, chi is very much like the midichlorians. Like you feel like it's being explained to you, but if you think about it for more than two seconds, it isn't. It gets quite gone pretty hard. It, it, that it does. But it's basically using an excuse to not animate the Iron Fist all that often. And even then, that sucks. Oh, God, yeah, the flashlight behind the hand. Yeah, flashlight behind the hand. That does not look like, like, I would have appreciated, like, a smoke particle effect. Yeah, like a trail coming off the the Fist Rings movement. Or, like, even, you could even go and do, like, fucking Super Saiyan spiky aura from, from Dragon Ball. That would have worked. Basically, anything other than what they did would have worked. It's like the best representation of the Iron Fist in the entire series is from clips shown in black and white from the 1950s of a previous Iron Fist. That guy was the Iron Fist. He, yeah, exactly. He looked like him. He had both fists on the go. They were glowing. They he had the mask cool. on. He had the mask on. He looked awesome. Danny Rand does not. No. And that whole... Basically, at some point during this thing, it's you've got to learn to recharge your chi. And he's taught this dance... Now, if you're recharging your chi, it should be just meditation or some like really like big like Herculean. Rah, basically, just these funny few steps that we're not really explained why this is the thing that recharges chi because it is just like twenty different like mm, power like throws. It looks really stupid. Yep. And he never actually finishes it. Plus, I hope somewhere on the on the internet someone has edited him doing that little dance to steps his version of tragedy because a more <laughs> perfect combination of things I cannot think of. Because it even starts with tragedy. <laughs> so yeah, Danny Rand, Finn Jones, bad. And he was the flower knight in Game of Thrones. I had faith in, in Finn Jones, Sir Loras Tyrell, to pull this out. Then I remembered he actually gets downplayed with every preceding series of the Game of Thrones. They just kind of lessen him yeah I'm not saying that he's a terrible actor but this is not a glowing thing to go on his CV no it's not the the, the character of Iron Fist was not done a great service nope. which is unfortunate on the other side of the coin though mm-hmm. I do think that Jessica Henwick did really well as Colleen Wing a character that I can't say I've had that much um, face time with in the comics but one that in this show I think works really well she stole my heart yeah. She was should have been the main character. She was the Iron Fist for all intents and purposes. She had better fight scenes and she won them. Yeah. It wasn't a fight that she, really that she lost. She went up against a girl with a fucking sword and won with a no broken problem. katana. That was awesome. Yeah, she has all the best fight scenes. She is by far and away the most human of all the characters in this in this movie. She's fleshed out, she's flawed. I will give it this. Like th- there is a romance in this series. I won't spoil it. There is a romance in this series that Jessica Henwick is a part of. And it feels the most natural of the ones in the de- in the Netflix universe so far, mm-hmm. purely because of Jessica Henwick and how she sells that devotion. She was the hero we deserved, you know, but she not sh- the one we got. Can, can we can we uh, can we retcon her as the Iron Fist? I'd be okay. Oh with God, would I be a bit? Could you imagine if they do an, an arc, say like they do like the unworthy Thor, Jane Foster Thor arc, oh, but as Iron Fist, Danny Rand yes. stops being the Iron hell Fist, yes. and Colleen Wing. Yeah, can we have that? Let's just have that. Plus, sold. Let's just go over to Pig Corn for a second. Oh, Jessica Henwick. <sighs> yeah, go on. Good <laughs> God. She has the most prettiest smile I think I've ever seen. She's an attractive lady and can kick ass. I'm okay with this. I'm on board with everything you want to do, Colin Wing. Everything. Okay, out of Pig Corner now. Out of Pig Corner, we're back in normal world. But she does ring a lot of gravitas to Colin Wing for scenes, really. And I think that 
that certainly towards the end of the series when it's wrapping up her story arcs that could have been the last episode and I'd have been happy yeah her story was the most interesting full stop which is a shame because this series is supposed to be about a guy who rips a fucking heart out of a dragon and they made that doll yeah they made a, a TV show based off that premise boring that takes effort yep concerted effort to make this boring is what went on here Good news is, she's in the Defenders. Yeah. So we will get to see Colin Wing. Ooh, her and Misty Knight possibly teaming up to make the doors, doors of the dragon. the dragon. I'm okay Hell with yeah. Um, yeah, cage fights were really good. Oh, the cage fight. It's the one where she's like, one's not enough. I'm taking on two. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, That boy. and the fight in the range he has near the end of the series are the two best fights in this entire thing. Yep, and Iron Fist is doing nothing in either of them. He's not present for one, and the other one he's standing no. there. Just go back to him for a second. There was no, He didn't have a distinct fighting style. Like, Daredevil does basically the same stuff, but does it ten times better. Apparently, this is because he learned his choreography ten minutes before he had to do it, which makes no sense from Marvel's point of view. I know they had the Defenders schedule already, so maybe there's a bit more rush on this than some of the early series. But production meeting number one, point one of paragraph one, should have been, the Kung Fu fights in this need to be excellent, everything else can be built up later. We need to absolutely nail them out of the park, Everything else is secondary to nailing those fights. Yep. They should not have been a, a 10 minute decision before they started shooting. The best Kung Fu should not be in Daredevil Series 2, but so far it is. Yeah. Get the guys who did the raid. I don't care how much you have to pay them. Go get them. Have them choreograph. Not every not every episode has to have this amazing thing because Daredevil Season 2 doesn't. If he's just having a normal brawl, it's not like it's some amazing thing. But they have standout fights. Like every three episodes, they have something amazing. And you feel like there was places in this series where they could have dropped those in, like when he has to fight the the kind of gauntlet series in one of the episodes, uh, which is probably the strongest episode, I think. Yeah, I like that episode. And and um, the one where he had to fight the drunk guy and the ultimate, you know, the fight at the end of the series, they could have been a lot, lot better. If they were better, I think I would have been higher on this overall um, story. Yeah. Uh, right, other characters. Can we talk about the ones that I could not give a f- Fuck about. Oh, of course you can, Michael. Go ahead. The entire Meacham family. Eepa. Really? I'm with you with two of the three. I think Ward Meacham, a completely unenjoyable dick. Just, just... And his storyline was... What exactly? Yeah. was like, I can't even describe it. Like, it... Drugs are involved at some point. Then blatant murder at some point. And then none of those things. Yeah. And then his story ends. And he was, somehow he's still okay with Iron Fist. He was all over the shop. And I think by the end of it, we were meant to feel like he'd been on a redemptive arc. And he really, really fucking hadn't. Yeah. Tom Pelfrey played Ward Meacham, which was... Again, I wouldn't put this on your, on your CV, Tom. It's, no. It's not, it's not... I mean, no. I quite liked... I liked... Okay, his performance during, like midway through the drug arc, we'll call it, mm-hmm. where he's like forcing injuries on himself to try and get painkillers. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting way of doing it. Is it, it, like He's basically going Smeagol to try and get... Yeah. And that was interesting, but you're a, he was a non-fucking entity for the rest of the nope. series. I couldn't give a shit. The person they should have locked up was Joy Meacham. Yeah. Because her motivations are all over the shop as well. Her characterisation is all over the fucking shop. Right? It's like... But but they're not doing it in a clever way. It just feels like bad script writing as opposed to like an actual thing of playing a dual personality. Like, she'll just come out of the blue with something truly despicable and then she bats her eyelids a few times and gets in a bit of danger and, and Danny saves and we're meant to be on her side again. 
It's really, really weird, especially her last scene in the last episode. Yeah. Makes no sense whatsoever why she's deciding to do this course of action that she's taking. Awful. Yeah. However. Jessica Strope played Joy, by the way, and I would be happy if she never comes back. Yep. Her and Ward, I'd be okay if they never. Now, I know why they're doing that, because I'm like. Because in the comics, Ward is not Joy's brother. Um, Ward is uh, Harold's brother instead. Right. And and then it, it, it's kind of like the passing of the torch, the lineage to Joy, and Joy mm-hmm. becomes the new big Meacham. Right. Can she not? That'd be nice. Just not have these pointless characters that no one gives a fuck about. Like, I, yeah. get, I get why they're there. And this was something that was a complaint in everybody else's review. They're like, why are we not on street level fighting crime? Why are we in high rises? I'm like, but we, we can't spend all of our time. We can't spend, you know, four lots, now five, five lots of 13 hours hanging about in dingy corridors. Yeah. We have to see Manhattan from every perspective. I, I agree with that, but I think its problem was those parts were really boring. Yes, trying those to be, parts trying sucked to do, the life out of the show. Trying to do social justice warrior versus, you know, we are mean business who make mean money. Is it the bit where they're on about like the... the um, they're like manufacturing this drug yeah. and Danny's all like, but give it to the people. Yeah. And I'm like, what is this scene? Where's the kung fu? Where's my dragon? What's going on? Punch a dragon already, please, God! <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's what added to it. Like, uh, if I might just interject there, Darren, the what I think is the point is that we're not telling, we're not telling the best story. Like, there's there's something I learned in story writing classes whilst I was at uni, and it's like man. I know, but are you telling the most pivotal story yeah. of your character? I don't think we were. I think this should have been set in Kunlun. I think it should have. Half the season. Half the season in Kunlun. And then, because that's the thing, most Netflix shows have been two halves anyway. Like the first half of, Punish- of season two of Daredevil was Punisher and then they switched over to Elektra. What they um, could have done was maybe like three episodes of him coming back and then it's like, oh, but y'all don't know. Then do six episodes. That terrible flashback like white light, white yeah, light, yeah, yeah. white light. And then do like six episodes of Kun Lun, then come back and finish the series in Manhattan. That would have worked. Yeah. But no, we're treated to probably less than 20 minutes worth of Kun Lun. The most interesting and pivotal part we never of him meet, becoming Iron we Fist. We never meet the Thunderer. Nope. We don't meet any of that good business. We just hear about it. It's like, this is 300 Rise of an Empire. Like, go show us the interesting stuff. <laughs> yeah. Go show us training under the waterfall and doing all the cool Kung Fu shit. Show us a dragon! <laughs> any of these things. Instead, what we get treated to do is a much, much worse version of Arrow Season 1. Yes, that's exactly uh, that, what it, it is. It just felt like we were going through the, the, the motions with, like, a generic evil company. Arrow Season 1 with no fun. Exactly. You're, we've just accused Arrow, an Arrow Season of having more fun than this show. That is a terrible thing to do. Because it's not... Basically, if we're not talking about Arrow Season 2, you should feel annoyed. You should. Absolutely. And I don't ever, in a Netflix Marvel superhero movie, need to spend a good portion of an episode talking about PR management. Yeah. I don't have time for that. That wasn't... In any way, shape, or form. Having said that, the Meacham I disagree with you on is Harold Meacham initially. Okay. Because Harold Meacham, we all kind of knew he's the big bad. Uh, he's played here by... David Wenham. Who is, of course, the Spartan that King Leonidas leaves alive to go and tell the rest of Sparta about the 300. I feel like he's had bigger roles than that, Darren, but we'll go no, with No, he it. hasn't. That is his best role, because <laughs> he gets to close the show with that awesome speech about the 10,000 Spartans, which is amazing. Um, he's also the voiceover from Deadliest Warrior. I mean, he was also in Lord of the Rings, but I'll give you that, yeah. Eh. 
Deadliest Warrior is more important Fair than, than the Lord of the Rings. Okay. Um, I liked him initially because I they were doing a good bait and switch of like, no, he's genuinely happy to see Danny. Like, he's genuinely happy to see him back in the world. He's working with the hand, but initially it did seem like he hates that side of himself. He wants to get rid of the hand. He sees Danny as that opportunity, and he's not necessarily using him, like, like benevolently, but he sees that as his way out to get back to his kids. I was liking that. Then something happens, <laughs> and he basically becomes Diamondback. From Luke Cage, no, nothing is. Can oh, be nothing as bad. as bad as Diamondback. No, but I mean, no. like a complete like tonal thing is, shift. The thing is, because I think David Wenham is a better actor than the guy who played Diamondback. I think yeah. he pulls it, I think he pulls it off. I like the Meacham storyline is bullshit, but I can't say that I didn't enjoy Crazy Harold Meacham. I like Crazy Harold Meacham. He was. I fun. I preferred the I preferred him when it was like they were going against the stereotype that he's the bad guy. Yeah, I know. I, I think I would prefer it if Ward Meacham would have taken that. From him, he could have, but I think I'm glad it was Harold because then if he comes back, I'm happy to see him. It's not like oh great, we get to spend more time with Ward again. Good point. Okay, yeah. So I I liked I liked Harold Mitchum for the most part. There's some negatives for me in the second half of the season, but early on especially, I was like, no, behind Colin Wing, you're probably my favourite character in this god awful show. Yeah, again, two favourite characters there, none of which are the Iron Fist. No, not at all, not even slightly. Um. Uh, I should also point out at this point that in judo, the uh, outfit is called a gi. What is this leading to? You'll see. You'll see. Um, is there any other character? I mean, there's. we get introduced later on to two other characters. We'll I talk about... Think... Yeah, should we wait for the spoilers? Shall we? I don't think they're particularly spoilery. We won't tell them what they what they do. Okay. So we bump into Bakudo, who or is... Or Bakuto, apparently. Or Bakuto, apparently. Who knew? Who is a Colleen Wings sensei. Yep. Um, and he's very mysterious. In fact, we can't really talk about Bakudo much. Um, He's played by Ramon Rodriguez, by the way. Cool, Ramon Rodriguez. I don't know. I liked him. I thought he was okay. Yeah, he was. He was fine. He was a. He was a better villain than what had been. Well, he was a better person than. Well, I I've think we've kind of shit the I? bed there, haven't we, Darren? Ah, well done. I've argued my evidence, but yeah, he he was better than what was being previously offered. Yeah, uh, and then Davos comes into things. Davos. I know his name's Davos, but it sounds like Davos, as Aussie Man Review calls it in Game of Thrones. <laughs> so when you said. Has Davos turned up yet? I genuinely thought you meant the guy who plays Davos from Game of Thrones was turning up. And I was like, Davos, see where he's turning up. He's called Davos things. <laughs> Davos Yay! doing Davos no, things. No, no, none of that. He just turns up and he's equally as dull as Danny Rand. Yay! No, I liked Davos. I didn't like Davos. I did like Davos. He was right. What? He was right about everything he was saying. Yeah, absolutely. That Danny Rand is not worthy of being the Iron Fist and he's a crap Iron Fist and he abandoned his post and left his duties and left his Kung Lung to, you know, at the mercy of the hand. He was 100% right. Yeah. And I was like, as great as that is, it's not helping me connect with Danny Rand. <laughs> You're pointing out that he's a dick and I'm like, yeah, Danny Rand's a dick. <laughs> Davos is played by Sasha Dewan, by the way, who's probably been in the most things out of anybody, apart from maybe Finn Jones. He's been in a lot of things that you'll probably have heard of, but probably not seen, <laughs> such as uh, Lax Tango in Halifax, Being Human, uh, Mr. Selfridge, After Earth, Game of Thrones. And, he was in Game of Thrones? Uh, well, he's in the um, Telltale series as um... Griff Whitehall. Uh, he's in Lady in the Van, The Interceptor, and Sherlock. So he's been in quite a lot of things. Yeah, he got around. Uh, I, I have recognised him at least from Last Tango in Halifax. I, I, I do know of him in that. Right. And I, I don't, I don't know why you're not hot on him because I, th- I like him and what they've done to set up his character. If he returns, yes, should he okay. returned, he's interesting, and I, I like that. 
And I like the fact that it's it's somebody else who's seen Kun Lun. If you know what I yeah. mean. He is from Kun Lun. I, I think yeah, his potential going forward is greater than his impact on this series. Because for me, when it was already quite low, he just turns up. Energy, by the way. yeah. He that's, just that's, that's rock annoying. Up. He's just like, oh, Davos is here now. Now there's two of us. Isn't life fun? I I'm think like, in an already quite low key um, series to then have Buzz Killington turn up really wasn't helpful <laughs> for me. Um, Who wants to hear a, a story about a bridge? bridge? Oh God, that's essentially what he's trying to exactly. tell Danny. Oh no. Um, we have then, of course, their three returning characters from previous series: uh, Jerry Hogarth. Yeah. Big old thumbs up for you, Carrie Ann Moss, for the one episode you were in. Two, it. two, three, actually. But when she turns up. You enjoy her presence. She's great. I love Jerry Helgoth. Yeah. She's a great character. And it's it she suits what they've tried to do with this story, yeah. flawed as it may be. She suits it really well. She should have been in more of this. And I think I liked her more in this than I liked her in uh what's she in? Jessica, Jessica Jones. Because I think there, because you had the whole thing with her wife in that one, you you were kind of seeing her as a bit of a of an antagonist. Here She's completely on Danny Rand's side. She's up against the Meachams, and I think it makes her more likable. Yeah, you're definitely. much more on her side than you were in Jessica Jones. So I liked her for that. Um, then, of course, the cousin no one wants to invite to the birthday party, but your mom said you have to. Claire Temple, <laughs> who literally third wheels on a date, really, really does. However, thankfully, I thought you were going to say the fucking gee thing for a second. Then. No, no, no. Of course, in judo, the outfit is called a gi. Um, Claire Temple. <laughs> For once, does not get her vag out to unite the defenders. Well done, everybody. So, which means we can't start the defenders in the most perfect way possible of just saying you need to get yourself tested, then a four-way <laughs> shot of them putting the phone down and going, shit. Exactly that. But no, she apparently has no time for, for Danny Rand. No. Um, that and Colleen. Okay. Uh, shut up. <laughs> I'm spoiling things. Uh, go on. Go on. Go on. Um, yeah, she's exactly that. The cousin you don't want there. She had no reason to turn up, by the way. I just, I, I've soured more and more on an entire on her section temple. of this story does not take place in Manhattan. They just fuck off somewhere, and yeah, Claire Temple is also there yeah. for reasons. I just, I every every series that it's goes like they by, had to take it because she was the only one old enough to drive in a different country. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, no, I had, I have no time for her now. I'm just, I'm ready for her. I genuinely hope she does get killed at the start of the She's Defenders. Got, please get Coulson. I'm sick of you now. Yeah, yeah, really am. I, I'm over. If she does get Coulson, it means that we can go ahead and have the, the, the Pale Man Jessica Jones relationship that I want. So, you know. Yeah, that works get her out right. of the picture. Yeah. No one wants her here. No one's really happy She's whenever she turns up. She's done her part. However, the one other returning character who I really, really liked, yeah. the one fun thing in this entire series outside of Colin Ring was Madame Gay. I love Madame Gay. And she was so good. Yes. So, so very good. I, I, I do like how they've actually not defined her power set, but gone, all right, she's got powers. Yes. And it's cool. It's really cool. Sorry, I'm trying to get the name of the... As Machiavellian as she Sorry. fucking pleases. Why Ching Ho, who plays uh, Madame Gay? who's amazing. So good. Like, yeah, she's a bit over the top. She doesn't particularly suit this tone, but I was like, no, whatever tone you're giving, I want to be on that chip. Yeah, definitely. I want to be with you at all times. Because whenever she's there, she's the star. She sells her character really well. That's something that I don't think anybody else, apart from maybe Colleen Wing, does in this series. And she sells that she's 100% meant to be a part of this universe. You get more of the, the fact that she, you know, she's aware of and possibly has visited Kung Lun. Which is a big fucking, oh, wow, okay. This is the level she's been on since 
daredevil and she's not told anybody. That's pretty fucking cool. I want Wai Ching Ho back. I want her to be a... I want her to be Crane Mother. I think that's yeah. what I think they're trying to get at. Yeah. I think they're trying to make her to be Crane Mother. Hopefully they then go, well, we're not doing Iron Fist Season 2 now because this really didn't work. I hope that then doesn't, like, you know, put the kibosh on anything with Madame Gao. Yeah, because if we, if we were leading to a Crane Mother, Steel Serpent yeah. sort of situation, well, that would have been cool. I imagine because... If, they, if this wasn't the plan already, with Iron Fist kind of shit in the bed, I imagine they'll do Heroes for Hire, kill the birds of one stone and get Luke Cage. Basically, it'll be Luke Cage season two, but then Iron Fist will just not have his own solo series and transfer it over. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Uh, it's, to be fair, that's the, the two weakest series in the Netflix canon so far. Uh, I preferred Luke Cage just because... Yeah, no. But I'm with you. You preferred Luke Cage just... Okay, we can have mm. that discussion later. But... It's certainly not Daredevil, let's put it that way. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> so why not do Heroes for Hire, Punisher? I think Jessica Jones is worthy of a second solo series. Yeah. So, that I know, I, was, I, I liked it, but I'm just saying I, well, I think I prefer Luke Cage. Um, I think that's all the characters we can kind of touch on at this point. Um, I think everything else I need to say is past the spoiler warning. Oh, can we just... Um, yeah, yeah, there was actually everything else is past the spoiler warning whenever you're ready. Then. Okay, well, just at the end... I don't give this a hearty recommendation. No, there's a lot to sit through, to be honest. I don't think there's any... This thing, I can't even say, like, there's a jumping on point. Because Iron Fist took the novel approach of, well, we've... St- Daredevil Season 1, there was that drop in the middle. We've Daredevil Season 2, there was, again, a bit of the drop in the middle. Jessica Jones had it drop at the um, start and got strong at the end. And Luke Cage had it drop at the end, but started really strong. Iron Fist took the unique... Um, tactic of just not having a peaks and trough at all yeah. and just being consistently bad so, so that was a nice change of pace for them there's the weird thing about Iron Fist so much happens in it and yet nothing happens exactly. in it so much is going on and so many pieces are moving but none of it is engaging yeah. like we, we get to the bit where they fuck off to China for reasons Yeah. and I'm like why are we here again what are we doing like I know that why they went there but why why did we get to that point? And there's so much there's too much going on where it's it should have just been this guy is an invincible kung fu dragon killing badass and nobody <laughs> is aware of that. That would have been cool. But instead we get, you know, the first three episodes are Mad Men but with a guy but, but, but with a hipster. Shitty arrow season one. <laughs> Shitty arrow season one. Then we get the weird arc in the middle where it's like everything's gone tits up. It's all gone pink tong. Everyone's got problems. No one can do the thing they're supposed to. Then for three episodes, it's fucking round the world gap yar. Marvel's gap yar. Marvel's gap yar. And then the last three, it's just, oh shit, we had a lot of plots we've got to resolve now. I know. Let's resolve all the plots. I think read, if if you're still looking forward to the Defenders, just read the Cliff Notes version of Iron Fist. You don't need to watch anything. Because this series in a sentence is Millhouse. Just going, when are we going to get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> when are we going to punch a dragon? <laughs> no, nope. Not for you, Squire. Not for you. So, yeah. If it's all possible, give this a miss. Defenders will be perfectly fine without this series being a part of your memory. I think as long as you've seen Daredevil, I think you're fine for yeah. going forward to the Defenders for what they're planning on setting up. You know they'll have a bit of an exposition, a heavy episode one, because all four of them have got to meet each other, so they've all four got to explain their backstories to each other, so you'll be able to catch up then. You should be fine. Any yeah. finer points past that, you probably don't need to know about. And I, w- I would say try and... Oh, um, and before we do end, there is a hallway fight. It's the weakest one. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. All like there is no single 
fist fighting this is better than any of the good ones from the they fuck up a hallway fight? I don't know. That's Netflix's bread and butter. I know. It's just not great. Spoiler alert! Um, well, first of all, spoilers. In judo, the outfit is called a gi. What is going on with this reference? You'll see. But was there any episode that really stood out to you as like, that one was the good one? Probably Madame Gao's Trial. I liked that one. Yeah, anything that had a Purely lot of because it had, like, the Bride of Nine Spiders and Scythe show up for reasons. Yeah, yeah. I liked I, that. I think it could have been better. I will admit, at this point, this is going to shape my journalistic integrity, but I would occasionally start dozing off near the end of episodes. Yeah, it is. I well. think I do actually need to go back and give that one a bit of a fairer shake. I, I saw all three of the fights, but I wasn't, like, completely conscious. I was, I was a bit like... But that's just kind of like the tone of the series, though. Yeah, that's the problem. I, I, would, I was watching Luke Cage at similar times at night and it never put me to sleep. I think the and... final three are fine. There's nothing wrong with the final three yeah, episodes. Yeah, I still... Like, I think example, once, once Bakuto and, and Davos are in the story, it, it, does, it does ramp up a little bit. Not a substantial enough amount to make up for yeah. the ten previous episodes that have been shitty. Yeah, I know. But the final three, like, it does... It leads to a point where it's kind of like, okay, we're actually, you know, we're starting to get to the relevant stuff. 13 hours later. I know. Which is annoying. There's episodes in here where you feel like if this had been handled with, if it had better actors cast, it, you know, had a bit more momentum going into it, it could be good. For example, the one where they go to Colin Wing's school, which turns out in a rather stupid way, because you're not really on board with the silliness in this, it turns out to be the hand school yeah. and ninja school, or perhaps Xavier's school for the gifted. That's what that was built <sighs> in, Michael. That wonderful pun. Fucking hell. Wonderful pun. That was well just marginally better than the fucking series. Jesus Come on. Christ. School for the gifted. No. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, that really... I thought that joke was going to be so much stronger. <laughs> no, that was the Much like joke. this series, Darren, <laughs> exactly. I am underwhelmed. <laughs> that episode felt like a good episode trapped in a bad series. Yeah. Like, if it had better actors, better choreography, more momentum going into it, better hype, everything else. If this had taken place in a Daredevil series... I think this could have been a really good episode. Yes, it's quite stupid that the hand would literally have a school where they taught everybody five minutes drive away from New York City. <laughs> yeah. That was a bit like, oh, that's quite stupid. But once you get past that bit as a concept of Iron Fist is locked in the hand's training school, that's a, I'd read that comic book. Hell yes. And the fact that, that, that Gare isn't working with them either. No. Gare is their prisoner. I'm like, that's an interesting twist. Cause exactly. She's, because I thought she was a part of the hand. Turns so out she's just kind of her own thing. She's yeah, she's a finger. Cool. She's broken off. She's the foot. No, you can't be the foot. That's teenage mutant that cells. Um, but that just she's the elbow. No, <laughs> some things make no sense in that in that episode. Like for example, I don't know if you picked up on this, but so early on in that episode, um, after it turns out that um, Colleen Wing is in the hand, that was a really good. That was probably the only good storyline. Again, I know we're heaping praise on Colleen Wing, but she basically had that turn. It was really well handled. Yep. I think um, that the the problem with that episode was, like I said, lots of small problems ruined it for me. The fact that I didn't really care about Danny Rand, but particularly early on in that episode, he has an argument with with Colin Wing. Yeah, storms out the room, but when it's time for him to break out, so he doesn't just immediately leave the hand school, which you think he would do, yeah, or go batter people. Apparently, he just stuck around from afternoon time to at least night time because then you see him sat on the edge of the bed with Colleen in the background. So apparently, they got over and just started sitting on the bed together. So that's fine. And then he decides to sneak out. Yep. If it brings me... I'm not usually one to nitpick, but if it brings me out the story that much, 
that episode was was had no hope. It had it had potential. There was a good episode in that concept, but it wasn't really here. Davos just turns up in that episode. It's like, yeah. oh hi mate, and that's 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 his intro. Oh mate, you suck. <laughs> that's a it's fucking like, idiot. Like you Davos. Um, See, <laughs> so yeah, I, I I the entire series is in fact that it's just it's just wasted potential. I do think there's a good Iron Fist series out there. Yeah, I just don't think. I think if a better if Iron Fist as a character was better. It could have dragged this series through. I think Luke Cage, outside of the characterization of Luke Cage, was probably a weaker series than I give it credit for, but he dragged it through. Yes, definitely. My calls was perfectly cast as, exactly. as Luke Cage. And even then, Luke Cage had a distinct style, setting, plot. It was different from the other series. Yeah. Iron Fist is a bad version of Daredevil. Yeah. Like, Iron Fist is all the worst properties of what a Daredevil exactly series that. could be. And that's a problem. No. More importantly, where was my fucking dragon? The, the blue, blue balling. <laughs> so bad. It was unreal. Like, you finally get a glimpse at the end with those two red lights becoming the dragon eyes. And I was like, no, movie. No, 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 no. We have all hung around here for 13 episodes. Because let's be honest, if we didn't have to review it for this and we weren't hardcore fans, I would have jumped out fairly early on. Yep. I would not have finished that series. Unless I was told, don't worry, there's a dragon. I would have stuck around for that. And yet, I was not rewarded for my patience. <laughs> you get the aftermath of the fight of him lying there with the with the tattoo scorched onto First him. First time we see that tattoo, by the way. It looks really bad. Yeah, it does. It, it gets better, luckily. It does, it does. But, but the first time we see it, it looks black. like like someone's fucking sharpied his chest. <laughs> Put a stencil over him. And going, <laughs> yeah. There you go, mate. There you go, Danny. Oh, um, no, it's you see the aftermath of it, and I thought, right, this is the episode. They can't just have that. He's got a... And it didn't need to be some extended fight, and it didn't need to look like Smaug. I imagine the budget was much lower than it probably was on... And even like Daredevil Season 2. But... Uh, Cheapen out on a few episodes. Have a bottle episode here and there, where like the hand, the hand school one could have been a bottle episode. Very, very small scale. Not many sets going on. Have another episode like that. If that means I then get to see three minutes of him fight a dragon, all is well. But no, no, none of that. You just have to take a word for it that he had a fight with a twenty dragon. minutes of Kunlun, and most of that was the one set of rocks they were talking near, which was really <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that was yeah. They, they that really was cheap. Very Cumberland. obviously done on a soundstage, and I was not okay with that. I can't imagine that they'd done a proper like set scout. They mm. would have found a place that looks or it looks enough. I know, but even to even Doctor Strange, Strange managed it like somewhere somewhere spiritual looking with their yeah. um, Sham, was it Shambhala? Yeah, Shambhala, yeah, Shambhala. They managed that. So what was you know? I mean, I know that they're not playing with Doctor Strange money. And really, the more I think about it, the fact that the Doctor Strange movie exists is what the, an Iron Fist movie could have been. Yeah. They could have gone to that level and made it that genuinely good, mm-hmm. but they didn't, and yep. that's a problem. So the Kunlun story is really where the focus should have been, and it's not. We not sh- really should have had a fight with a dragon. We didn't. We should have had a good Iron Fist. We didn't. We didn't. Now, unfortunately, it, I think that's going to have to be the death nail of this entire series. I, if if season two doesn't come, I won't be heartbroken. I do no. genuinely think him going into Heroes Fire is the best. I thought we would have got a hint towards that. Because thing, I don't think this really sets us up well for the defenders because it didn't leave us at a point where, like, right, I know what that plot line's going to be, like, or at the very least, introduce uh, what's her face? Oh, what is her name? Boo. Uh, Sigourney Weaver. Yes. I thought she might have cameoed right at the end to kind of, like, right, it's Defenders time now. He's going to have to open cold. 
Also, I have no idea if there was a trailer at the end because I didn't skip. There wasn't one. Was uh, I, uh, we would have heard of anything. As soon as that series was done, I was like, okay. Bye now. We don't need to watch that chore. again. Yeah, the fact it was a chore to get through should tell you everything you need to know about this series. Go and watch Power Rangers. By all means, go and do something better with your life. There's a lot of good things on Netflix you can go and watch as well. Please go do that. Do not watch this ever again. Wow. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, certainly doesn't deserve the unabashed hate. Oh been no, getting. not it's nowhere near that. It's bad. just not interesting, not at all, in the slightest. And it leaves us on a really weird position where Kunlun has magically, di- oh excuse me, magically disappeared. I mean, so like, it's... I get it, but we're not going off and doing that now. We're going to go and do the defenders. The one point where it would have been okay to stick around in Manhattan. Yeah, you've got, and they got to fuck get in, off to Kunlun. They're going back to New York now. Aye, aye, I'm aye. still excited for the Defenders, in spite of this this series' best efforts. I still think that can be really, really good. Yeah, because we're going to be getting Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Daredevil hanging out, and Iron Fist will be there. As weird as a sentence this is, I hope they rush this because they thought, no, it's we're having problems with the Iron Man concept. Because remember, at some point, Iron Fist wasn't going to happen. That's true. They couldn't... I, I thought they might do a Hulk and just introduce him in The Defenders. But they, they, they held strong. I think early reviews, you know, those early series doing as well as they did, forced their hands and say, no, we'll give him it series. I hope they f- at one point realised, okay, this isn't going to be the greatest work of fiction. As terrible as that's you, that is. But if that then means they went doubling down on how good The Defenders is going to be and then the Punisher series for the end of the year... Fantastic! I can, I will forgive all sins of this series if the defenders is is good. Yeah, no. Going going forward, Daredevil season three introduced Bullseye. Fuck yes! Oh, we still haven't got Bullseye. Keep forgetting that. Hell yes to that. Jessica Jones series two expand more on the Nuke storyline and introduce Hellcat. That'd be pretty rad. Yeah. Then do Heroes for Hire. Mm -hmm. The Punisher series has got to be in there somewhere. That'll be fun. Do we need a Defenders two? I don't think we do. We'll see how Defenders 1 goes first. I think Defenders and then Infinity War Part 2. I know it's not called that anymore, but that's where I ultimately want them to end up. That would be fun because in my head, Infinity War is they're going into space to do things. Yeah. I think maybe Infinity War Part 2, which is not what it's called, Avengers 4 is shit's coming our way. Yeah. Like, phone everybody. Yeah, phone everyone. I still want my Phil Coulson phones everybody episode. <laughs> Phil Best episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. ever. Phil Coulson phones everyone. <laughs> just him and Agent May. Just double-barely <laughs> phones. All the live long day. Oh, oh God. Um, real quick. Yes. Real, real quick, just to titillate some things about some of the Marvel business. Um, uh, you know, I've started listening to the Daily Planet podcast and, yeah. and all that good stuff. They threw up a hell of a theory, a hell of a little tidbit for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. All right. Have you heard this yet? I haven't. Well, we know that Sylvester Sloan's in the movie. As well as another guy who got um, recently announced. Yeah, the um, the guy who played Lex Luthor in Smallville. That's the one. Him. But we don't know who either of them are playing. Hmm. Now, the guy from Smallville being cast is not that big of a deal. He could just be playing any old scrub. But you don't just get Sylvester Sloan in to do nothing. That's true. So have you heard the wonderful rumour? I have and not. good God, do I hope this is true. What is it? You have a bald man and a man with a chiseled draw. Could it potentially be that Guy from Smallville is playing uh, Silver Surfer? Mm. And let me put this sentence out there. Sylvester fucking Stallone is playing fucking Galactus. That would be f- insane. We might be about to live in that world, Oh Michael. my god, could you imagine? But they haven't done the Fantastic Four deal. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Does not matter. If they managed to get, like, if they did some trading back and forth and Galactus and Silver Surfer came this way for whatever the hell they sent that way... Fine, don't care. 
Because that's fucking amazing. That would be pretty rad. Oh. Sylvester uh-huh. Stallone is it's Galactus. Fucking ga- I want no one else to be Galactus. <laughs> Nobody else. They put him in the hat. Just, again, to be fair, you see what they put Jeff Goldblum in for Ragnarok. Oh, God, so, you yes, know. Yes, how good does that look? Just picture in your mind, right? Okay, bald chap from Smallville. Yep, he could be Silver Surfer. He's not Keanu, as I wanted, but we can't have everything we want. But just put into your head now, everyone listening now, I want you to close your eyes and imagine yourself doing this. Sylvester Stallone in the Galactus hat. <laughs> and you tell me that isn't the greatest image your brain has ever produced. That would be hysterical. That would be so funny. If anything's going to push Gardens of the Galaxy 2 over and above the first one, Sylvester Stallone as fucking Galactus <laughs> is the one. That would be so Plug cool. away, Michael. You can Plug go away. ahead and find me personally on Twitter at, at that Mike Cohen and the site under the username FowlENT. That's F-O-U-L-E-N-T. On Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, Minds, and also on Naume under the name Toy Literature. Darren? You can find me on Twitter at the Gutrid. You can also go over to ProWrestling.net and check out the last few weeks of my time on that website. Uh, please do go stick over there. It is still the best wrestling website on the internet. I'm not leaving because I'm being forced out. It's my own volition. Wrestling is awful. Um, if you enjoy it, though, please do keep it over there on prowrestling.net. So what's next after this? Ghost uh, right. the, the Shell to come. Um, and then we kind of go into a bit of a void. I mean, we've got Guns of the Galaxy 2 in April. Guns of the Galaxy. We've got Spider-Man in the Obviously future. Um, well, Defenders. Just, yeah. It's going to be happening. And just League at the end of the year. we got and a second Wonder trailer. Woman, of course. Yeah, Wonder Woman. we got a second Justice League trailer. Uh, I didn't even like the Spider-Man trailer all that much. Oh, I liked the one. Spider-Man trailer. And he wasn't as hot on that was the first Although it appears to have told the exact plot of the movie Beat for Beat. Yeah. Which like, is a bit yeah, of a problem. Right. I don't know what it was, but I just wasn't feeling it as much as anything. But to the same token, I wasn't really feeling the Justice League trailer all that much. It was better. It, it's got me slightly more hyped. I know that movie's happening now, which is good. Yeah. But I'm still not like... We be, I think Iron Fist has ruined all of their excitement. Until this, Alan's going to bring it back in the Galactus hat. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>